Hello and welcome back to the Daily Study of the Way of Mastery. I'm Jason Amoroso, your guide and friend, and I'm excited to continue with Lesson 4, Following the Thread of Desire. Section 2, Desire is Everything, and we're going to start with Paragraph 8, where Jeshua continues, The Power of Choice is the one power that can never be taken from you. You already have perfect mastery of it because nothing you ever experience comes to you without your decision to allow it into the field of manifestation. I mean, we could spend a lifetime (laughs) practicing opening to this truth that Jeshua is sharing with us. Let's... Go slow with this one. Uh, I was going to say think about it, but again, I'll say open to it. Let let it contemplate it. Let it marinate within you. See where the resistances and your yeah buts in your mind want to creep in and continue back to the energy and the truth of these words. The power of choice is the one power that can never be taken from you. It is inherent in your creation, the power to choose. I always think about the Viktor Frankl book, Man's Search for Meaning, where he shares his experience in the concentration camps. And I guess I'll just share, just in case anybody is not aware. And I might be getting a little bit of the facts wrong here or there, but for the most part, (laughs) this is what he shares in this book. So he was an Austrian psychologist in the 40s, Jewish, and he and his family, all of his family, got taken into the concentration camps. And uh, many of his family members were were killed and murdered. And he shares this story about how in the concentration camps, in, you know, hell on earth, so to speak, that there were two types of, of people that he noticed and observed of the Jews, of the of the prisoners, uh, and one one group of people uh, saw what was happening around and to them, and basically felt victimized by it and allowed it to defeat their spirit. These were people that were more likely to be beaten or killed. These were people who some literally lost the will to live. Uh, These were people that were in the depths of despair. And you could say understandably so. And then he noticed and observed another group of people in the same situation who refused to give up their the sovereignty of their choice of love. Uh, or of kindness, or to choose their own experience inside of what was happening in these concentration camps. They were more likely to share their food with another, to try and make a joke, to connect with another, to share blankets. Just they refused to let the Nazis own their spirit. And he talks about this power to choose your response in any circumstance. I mean, this is the story of Jeshua too. This is the story of the crucifixion. 
the power to choose how you perceive, how you choose your experience, how you want to, what consciousness you want to reside in. So, and this is inherent in your creation because this is inherent in in the divine. The power of choice is the one power that can never be taken from you. They can take your body, your body can be taken from you, and as real as it feels to us and to our body, it is not real. It is illusion. It is not what we are. It is not who we are. We, you ex, okay. You exist beyond a body. You will die in this body. I know your body freaks out and you're afraid of that and all that stuff, which is normal. That's the, you know, that's the physical body that thinks it's limited to the body. But you are not the body. When you leave your body, you are still conscious and aware and very much quote unquote you. Now, this is intellectual. This is also why, so it's just like an understanding that you can, maybe you agree with this. What I love about the practice of Revelation Breathwork, and you can get there other ways. You can get there through meditation, traditional meditation. You can get there through prayer. You can get there through ecstatic dance. You can get there through sex, making love. You can get there through plant medicine. You can get there through art. You can get there a lot of ways. There's no limit to the ways that you can get to God consciousness, oneness, union. And for me, I love Revelation Breathwork, the music of it, the breath of it, and it, it connects me to my reality as beyond a body. Very simply, very quickly, I love it. So the power of choice is the one power that can never be taken from you. You already have perfect mastery of it. Now, doesn't always feel like that. I would say most of the time it doesn't feel like that. I've got perfect mastery of the power of choice because we're not using it consciously. We're, we're using it unconsciously. We're running these programs of the ego. We're just focusing on the tiny mad idea. We're focusing all our attention on separation, on lack, on loss, on what we need to do to feel better, feel happy, one day get there. Not all of it, but a lot of it. But if you're studying this, you're waking up to the truth that already is, you already have perfect mastery of this power of choice because that is how you create. That is what creation is. When people say, oh, manifest this, manifest that, you're manifesting all the time. You just don't realize that is what you are. That is what God is, a manifesting existence and manifesting out of desire. You have perfect mastery of your power of choice because, again, going back to lesson one, nothing you have ever experienced that comes to you without your decision to allow it into the field of manifestation. Our ego mind hates this. Our conscious, not conscious mind, but like, yeah, our small self hates this. Well, why would I allow cancer to come to me? Why would I allow... Uh, divorce and you know disruption to come to me. Why would I allow poverty to come to me? Taking no ownership and responsibility over your experience. And soul plan, baby. We're here to grow and learn. This is the school. We come here. We are already perfect, whole, complete, infinite, expansive, and we know this, but we come through the veil of forgetfulness to create to love, to learn. The Holy Spirit uses all of the things that the ego thinks are separating us to bring union to us. 
Nothing you ever experience comes to you without your decision to allow it, your permission into the field of manifestation. That is why when you are in your Christ mind, when you are in your right mind, that you are love, that you are light, that you are the wave, that nothing outside can affect you, that you nothing real can be threatened. So you need not fear the things that maybe you're fearing right now. You need not fear. I know a lot of people in the quote unquote spiritual worlds and healers are like, oh, entities and darkness and all those things. Do they exist? Yes. Do you need fear them? No. They only come into your experience with your permission. And the moment you claim complete sovereignty, they are not in your experience unless you allow them to for the purpose of growth. Continuing to paragraph nine. Desire is something that wells up from the depth beyond yourself that can be looked at with perfect innocence and with the wonder of a child. The very act of turning to allow and welcome desire is not something that will sidetrack you from the path of awakening, but will take you vertically into the heart of God. For if you are ever to create as God creates, you will need to heal your conflicted perceptions about desire. You will need to transcend that energy of fear. This makes me think of that quote from Marion Williamson from, of course, you know, her, her book. You know, she's one of, uh, you know, she talks a lot about A Course in Miracles. And she has a quote that probably anyone listening to this has heard. And if you haven't, look it up. Just Google Marianne Williamson and uh, this phrase, our greatest fear, and then that'll show up. But it's that this the, the, the paraphrase is, our greatest fear is not our darkness. It's our light that frightens us because we are afraid of our own light and our own power. And so this is what I think about when I read this paragraph that and, and we go back to this analogy of the ocean that that from the depths of the ocean, the love wells up and creates the wave. So desire is something that wells up from beyond from the depth beyond yourself. So if you're like, well, why would I create this? It's what is my heart desiring? It's coming from the depth beyond yourself that can be looked at with perfect innocence not judgment, not analysis. Look at your desires, whatever is coming up inside of you with perfect innocence and with the wonder of a child. Like, huh, look at that. Look what I did. Look what I made. Look what's, look what's coming up inside of me. This desire for destruction, this desire to hurt another person, this desire to quit my job and sell all my possessions and just put my thumb out and travel the world and see what happens. Right. Any of these desires with perfect innocence doesn't mean you need to act on them. That's what we talked about in the last episode, to not fear our desires, but to fully feel them, knowing that mastery is that you decide whether or not you will act on it. So Jeshua says the very act of turning inward to allow and welcome desire is not something that will sidetrack you from the path of awakening. And, you know, I don't know enough about other religious traditions 
I think I mean, and I might be totally wrong here about Buddhism that it's the you know the the desire is the root of all suffering. Maybe that's what the Buddha said, and I'm not like obviously not judging the Buddha and his t- and and the teachings because I would imagine that they are very aligned with the teachings of Jeshua, and maybe the maybe the full meaning of that is desire. Here's how I would interpret it: desire, like if I desire something, and then I think that that thing will make me more whole or more complete. So it's like coming from a consciousness of lack, like, oh, I want that money because if I have that money, I'll be worthy. I want that love because in that partner and the soulmate, because if I have that, then I'll know that I'm lovable. That is the root of all suffering. And that's lack. That's lack. That's lack consciousness. That's ego. So that's how I would kind of put that into perspective. And what Jeshua is saying is the very act of welcoming all desires is not something that will sidetrack you. It's not a bad thing from the path of awakening. He's actually saying it will take you vertically into the heart of God. For if you are ever to create as God creates, you will need to heal your conflicted perceptions about desire. That desire is evil. That desire is bad. That desire means something about you. And Jeshua is saying you have desire because God God creates from desire. You're you are a creator like God because you are a part of God. You are a wave. God, the ocean of love, desires and that's how God creates creates the wave and then you made in the image and likeness of your creator have desire and that's how you create. Desire is part of it. So if you are ever to create as God creates, you will need to heal your conflicted perceptions about desire. You will need to transcend the energy of fear. And you can do that by looking with innocence and wonder and reaffirm your power of choice, the power to choose your perception, the power to choose love all the time. You can feel your desires, look at them. Oh, I desire harm on someone else. You can just look at that and feel that with innocence and wonder. And then with your power to choose, choose a different thought. Choose a different perception. Choose to see that one as your brother or sister. Choose to forgive yourself. But when we make the desires wrong or bad or us wrong or bad for even having a thought, then you are not free. (laughs) And what Jeshua is saying is you're choosing that experience too, and that's okay. Make a different choice. Are we going to keep going? Let's keep going. Paragraph 10, Jeshua says, there are many who call upon me and pray. There is not an hour in your time frame in which there are not many upon your plane somewhere on your planet who are praying to me and want their hearts to be filled with Christ. Yet at the very same time, they are scared to death of an energy that wants to move because they have been taught to fear and to suppress desire. Powerful. There are so many praying to Jeshua to want their hearts to be filled with Christ. Let me be like you. Let me be as you. And at the very same time, they're scared to death of an energy that wants to move. Life wants to move. Stagnation is death. Look at still water. It becomes poisonous. 
or festering. It has bugs and bacteria. You can't drink it. But flowing water, good to go, baby. Flowing water keeps moving, keeps the things moving. Still blood, stagnant blood, not good for life. Flowing blood, good circulation, good to go, baby. Uh, you know, staying stuck in your beliefs, staying rigid and stuck in your beliefs and the rights and the wrongs. Yikes. That is a uh, recipe for dis-ease. Now, you can have principles, but allowing uh, and seeing with wonder and innocence and allowing thoughts to come through, to not judge them, to not attach to them, to not make them mean things about you, to allow them to come in and come through, good to go, baby. Let the energy move. Let it move through you. We've been taught to fear and suppress desire. And Jeshua continues, desire is like the liquid of life that moves through the stem of the rose and allows the petals to radiate with glorious color. When you block the flow of desire, the petals cannot be nourished. Death begins to occur. Death of the heart, death of the soul, and lifelessness. Now, we know that death isn't real, but the experience of death is real, right? And I think we can all relate to this, like soul crushing. And I think that's why so many people have like midlife crises. They think they are moving towards one thing, striving towards one thing, the house, the job, the, you know, the status, the, the kids. They, they, they're doing all the things that they've been told are the right way to live. And then they're like, what the hell am I doing with my life? I don't feel alive. I'm trapped in this thing that I've created. Uh, this, you know, this either the, the rat race, the constant busyness, the constant striving for the next thing to get more, to be more, right? That soul, that, that to me, that's soul crushing. Desire is the liquid of life that moves through the stem of the rose, that moves into the petals, that, you know, radiates life. What are your desires truly in your heart? What is wanting to be expressed through you in all areas of life, in your relationship? What do you deeply desire? Do you even know? Can you sit with it and allow it to come up and feel it without judging it? And maybe you have lots of different desires, but can you sit with them and look with innocence and wonder, huh, look at that. I have a desire for more intimacy or I have a desire, here's a thought, a desire of experiencing a different person. I'm going to choose not, but there's just a thought. There's just a, a desire there. Oh, here's a desire to uh, go on vacation with my partner, with my relationship. Here's a desire to uh, be alone for a little bit, to have more alone time. Oh, I can't ask for that, though. They're going to think that I don't want to be with them, right? And all these things come up. So just allowing desire, not blocking it. It doesn't mean you act on everything. Again, that's mastery is choosing which you will act on, which you want to bring into manifestation. Allowing desire, looking at desires within you. Do you know what they look at your desires with your work or with your, you know, with your work? I desire, there's a desire in me to quit and just do something, but oh, I can't do that. I won't make enough money. I can't start over, blah, blah, blah. 
here's a desire to like go all in in my job. Maybe I'm half, maybe I'm like 75% in, but I'm not 100 all in in my work. I have a desire to see what I'm capable of. I have a desire to see how much money I can actually make with integrity, right? All these different, I have a desire to speak my truth at my work, but I can't do that. I have a desire to choke out my boss, <laughs> right? We can rely or we're like, I have a desire to, you know, whatever, I don't know, put a dead fish in my coworker's drawer. <laughs> We've all been there. Again, it's not blocking the desires. It's not, you know, that you have the power to act based on what you truly want, based on what you want to bring into your field of manifestation. You probably don't want to bring in the experience of what happens if you choke out your boss or, you know, play pranks on other, but you know, your coworkers, because you're judging them, which we know is a projection that you can forgive in yourself as you forgive them. <laughs> so, but it's this idea of not blocking the desire, not just allowing it to move through. And we'll get to, just so you know where we're headed, we will get to an exercise that Jeshua gives us to open this valve more and more, more and more. So thanks for listening. This is a, a really important, powerful lesson. These first four lessons just come out of the gates like gangbusters, uh, and it can really be radical to our conditioning, to a lot of what we've been told or been taught. So I love you. Thanks for listening. If you get value, like, subscribe, share. Uh, I love hearing from you guys. Um, so if you want to just hit me up, hello at revelationbreathwork.com. Give me a shout out. Let me know that you're out there, that you're listening. Um, it's really fun to connect with you guys. We just passed 4,000 downloads, so I guess that's cool. I mean, that's awesome. That's fun. I don't know the difference between a download and a listen and a view. Is it the same thing? I don't know. Who cares? It just means that there's people out there getting value from this. Um, and, and yeah, Jeshua shares his love in this form. It connects with me. And I share my love with you through this form. And if it connects with you, there'll be ways that you can share that love. It doesn't have to be the way of mastery. It could be whatever love is inside of you with somebody else. And on and on and on. All right. Have an awesome day. We'll see you tomorrow.